The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Living Well with Ann Beal. Our show is a health show, a lifestyle show, and an empowerment show rolled into one. Get ready to hear some stories of success, healthy living tips, and suggestions to get motivated and live your best life. Now, here is your host, Ann Beal. Hi, this is Ann Beal, and my guest today is Lisa Allen. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you, Ann. We are coming to you from Hazlitt, Texas today, where Lisa has an interesting business we're going to tell you about. Lisa works about five months out of the year. Is that right? Correct. And uh, that's from mid-April through mid-September. And then what do you do, Lisa? I spend a lot of time with family, and I travel quite a bit. I love to travel with my mom. She's 84, so I try to get as much in with time as I can with her. <laughs> yeah, so Lisa has a pretty wonderful life. Um, I've gotten to know Lisa, and her lifestyle is so awesome that I thought, you know, it is an incredible business that she has, and it's what a lot of people probably don't realize is available to them as a business out there to have this lifestyle. Now, um, Lisa gets to meet a lot of wonderful people in her business, and she loves socializing and making new friends, because I see you doing that all the time, right? All the time. All the time. <laughs> And I, I know, Lisa, that you love not having a boss. Of course. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no employees. That's correct. Now, what do you love about that, not having employees? Because you're so social. I, I don't like to have to tell people what to do. So, And I like to take control, too. I kind of have a bad habit of that. So just working by myself and doing my own thing works real well for me. Now, I know I know. last summer you had your nephew, I think. Was that your nephew yes. or cousin? Uh, nephew my, working? Mm-hmm. Now, he was from, he said he was from Dubai. Yeah, he's originally from New Orleans also, but he has grown up mostly overseas, and his father and mother live overseas. So the last place he lived was Dubai, and he couldn't stay there anymore because he had turned 18 and couldn't get a visa. So he came here and he's living with us now. Oh, oh, that's why he came from Dubai. That's okay. right. <laughs> I thought maybe he was on a summer internship or something. No, he or... grew up mostly overseas. So you can stay until school's out. Then you have to have a visa to stay. You have to have a visa, yes. Awesome. Okay. So she considers this, and I do too, watching her, the perfect match for her personality. Now, I know we haven't told you what the business is, um, and you will be very surprised when you hear it. And yes, you heard that Lisa's from New Orleans. Is that right? Are you from New Orleans? I'm from New Orleans. And um, you got the idea. Well, just tell us about it. I grew up in New Orleans. I moved here 17 years ago. And in New Orleans, it was just common to just go to the local snowball stand and get your snowball or what most people here know as snow cones. But um, we would go there all the time and have a great snowball. I moved here. Wasn't many businesses like that, but the ones I went to, they just, they weren't the same. 
And they are different. And I noticed the ice is different the way it melts because I yes. never get the slushy from the snowballs. Right, right. It's a lot different. Snow cones typically are very crunchy and you put flavor on it and the flavor goes to the bottom of the cup. They also have some shaved ice places and some of them are very powdery, the ice. And so when you put the syrup on, it becomes like a slushy. Right. But mine, New Orleans has a machine that was invented there. And so the ice is, it's shaved very fine, but it's to the point where the ice actually absorbs the flavor. And it doesn't become a slush, you know, and it's just a very great consistency. That is what's different. That's what's different. <clears throat> People always ask, what's the difference between a snow cone and a snowball? And it's, it's hard to explain until you eat it. <laughs> Well, and there was a guy in line, and he said he was from New Orleans. Yes. And um, that they are, he goes, it's actually a snowball. They actually do a round snowball in the cup. Right, And right. I didn't know if you, I thought, well, I hadn't even noticed that. Yeah, well, we, we fill the cup up, but the top of it is like a, a ball, like a snowball, and it's very high-tech. We use a funnel to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's very high-tech. Yeah, very high-tech. But um, it is, and that's, I guess that's where we came up with the name Snowball in New Orleans, and that's what we refer them as a snowball. Well, and to think that from a snowball or snow cone stand, mm -hmm. um, and it, this one's beautiful on the outside. It says New Orleans style snowball. Papa's. Yeah, it's Papa's New Orleans style snowball. Now, do you only have one stand? Only have one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, that is amazing that you can make enough in five months. Of course, it blows me away because I've seen snow cone stands. But this stand, the way people line up in our parking lot outside of our office, we come out because you don't open until 2. I open at 2 o'clock. We come out, and there it's full. I mean, people are lined up. The kids from school come over. All the teachers come over. Just people all over. Now, it's better when it's warm. It is. It's, it's better when it's warm, but not too hot. Not People too don't hot. want to sit outside right. when it's 105 degrees. Yes. Okay. And that's why you do have, I know you have an awning, put up a purple awning mm -hmm. and the, the color of your, I mean, your snow cone stand is very pretty. It's yellow and green and purple. We have all the Mardi Gras colors, which Mardi are purple, Gras. green, and gold. Which is and, what it looks like. Right. And that's what we kind of carried that theme through. We're all from New Orleans. You can probably tell from my accent, but um, we we're very proud of being from New Orleans. We love it here, but we carry our New Orleans theme through the whole way. And it has neon lights on it. It does. So it that has people... bright green neon lights. You can see it. The canopy that has, it's got some white lighting. So at nighttime it shows up good. It also gives nice lighting. And we have chairs and benches to sit on. And they're all in purple, green, and gold also. <laughs> <laughs> right. It looks very professional and it looks pretty. Well, thank you. And, um, yeah, I've never seen anything like it. And it does draw the people. We love to make it a community thing that people can come out, relax with their kids, have a good time, meet other people. So many people meet each other there. And, you know, kids come after school, they come after ball games, and it's a nice little social atmosphere. It is a gathering place here. It is. Because you see a lot of people just hanging out, visiting. And you, ha you make it where they can hang out. You've got the chairs and benches and everything so people can socialize there right Haslett doesn't have a whole lot of places to no, hang it, out <laughs> it has rest you know it has restaurants and right. it has things like that but nothing where you can truly just gather as a community and hang out correct I mean of course they have the ball fields they have a bar uh, pizza play cool place mm -hmm. but it still isn't for kids and family of all ages to just hang out and visit. Oh, yeah. We have, you know, we have families come out, the grandparents with the kids and the children. And it's it's a good 
gathering place. It's a good place for families when they're together to come either after dinner, they come there, or after ball games, or sometimes they're just sitting at home and suddenly decide, let's go get a snowball, and they rush out and get there before I close, the minute before I close. Right. <laughs> and people have been asking, like, every time you show up, I always say, ah, I expected you guys earlier. And your husband says... We always get here at the same time every year, something right. like that. Right. We open mid-April. We we go. Our first event is the Wild West Fest in Haslett, which is a Saturday, and we always open the Tuesday after that Wild West Fest. So it's always mid-April sometime. But yet everybody's always asking, and I think the key is warm weather is coming. Mm-hmm. You know, so when warm weather gets here, and it gets here early in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, right. Um, people immediately start going, where are the snow cones? Where is the snow cones then? Right. And they don't say, where are the snowballs? Right. They go, where's snow cones then? Everybody still says snow cones. Yes. Now, <laughs> Even though it's snowballs, but, but people okay. from that come from, I mean, this is something that people from Louisiana look for all over the Metroplex. And so they say snowballs. We say I, snowballs. If they're in line and I ask them and they say snowballs, I know they're from Louisiana. Right. Or you and I have them. quite a few people that come just by word of mouth, they've heard that it's New Orleans style. And I have people that come from Bedford and Euless and Flower Mound and just all areas, you know, quite a distance from here that there are other places they could go, but they come here because I carry the original Snowball product and some of the flavors that are popular in New Orleans that are just not popular here. Well, yeah, because one of the things that you have that I just think is the most awesome one is the chocolate. And you say your favorite is have condensed milk on top. Right. That's my favorite is the chocolate with condensed milk on top. And it's the best. (laughs) And I never had heard of a chocolate snow cone, snowball. Um, And I know that um, one of the New Orleans flavors is nectar. Nectar is another popular flavor. A lot of people in New Orleans, they like the nectar cream. So it's just the nectar flavor, which is kind of an almond vanilla taste almond to vanilla. it. But it's, um, it's red. The color's red. And with cream, that is a popular one in New Orleans. And then one of the other most popular ones is spearmint, which... Spearmint. Spearmint, yes. And most people think, oh, spearmint. They think of gum. Yeah. You know, yeah, they but it's, it's so refreshing. It's... That was my dad's favorite always was spearmint. And my husband has gotten to where that's one of his favorites. Of course, he's got to put a scoop of ice cream in the bottom of the cup, yes, which is another little extra thing that you can get. And he loves to have the ice cream with the spearmint on top. And see, everyone, I wanted to let you hear this because with summer coming, you know, you think of what would be the most refreshing thing. And some people prefer ice cream. Some people, like one of my daughters, love snow cones. I mean, she can take a snow cone over anything else. But what's interesting about Lisa's business is they have both. She puts ice cream at the bottom of the cup, and some people ask for this. I don't even know. As long as you've been here, I never knew you had ice cream. And so is it only vanilla? It's only vanilla ice cream. And I put just a scoop in the bottom of a cup, and you put the snowball on top of it and what's good is when you get to the bottom of the cup instead of being disappointed that you're almost finished you have this little surprise of ice cream but it's mixed with the flavor now yeah so it's really a a good little treat when you get to the bottom of the cup what is perfect with that is it would spearmint be do people have ice cream is really good another one that i found that's good and it's not a real popular flavor it's coffee oh you have coffee i have a coffee flavor and it's very sweet. 
but it's that one mixes really good with the the ice cream at the bottom but i mean there's so many flavors that you can mix almost anything with it you know the kids love of course they like the flavors like cake batter and cookie dough and you know all those and you have a wedding cake i have a wedding cake that's a very popular and you have a groom's cake yes my groom's cake is one that i made up myself it's wedding cake and i put chocolate on top of it and that one i call the groom's cake so have you designed a lot of these flavors i have i have several of them or or recipes that I've gotten from my supplier but a lot of them are just things that I've made up or some of my customers have helped make up. That's really really neat. Yeah I have some I also like to do um, school spirit flavors. The kids get into that so some of the local schools you know will will come up with you know like I have the Haslett Eagles which is the elementary school and their colors are red, white, and blue. So I actually have a snowball that's red, white, and blue with their flavor, and it's blue coconut, pina colada, and tiger's blood. So, you know, the kids just love to come because, oh, that's the school they go to. And tiger's blood is very popular here. It is. Probably not as popular in New Orleans. I'm not, it wasn't popular when I was a kid in New Orleans. I don't know if it is now. I've been away for 17 years, but it it's huge here. I, I didn't know what it was until I started this business. Well, what flavor would you call that? They say uh, it's a strawberry coconut mix. Really? Mm-hmm. That's it's, so re- f- it's really good. It is really good. It and is. and my, my, my oldest daughter just loves that. Mm-hmm. But she thinks she doesn't like coconut. A lot know? of people think they don't like coconut, but they like tiger blood. Mm-hmm. And tiger blood does have, it's, it's a strawberry coconut mix, but I guess it's just not as strong of a coconut flavor. Now, if this hasn't gotten you your appetite going, I don't know what would, between the ice cream and all the flavors, and it is so delicious that all my clients, when they come, and everybody in our business office, in our building, our whole building, we love it when they're here because they attract people to our building and to our businesses, because people will be here lined up and be like, oh, what's that, a counseling center, or what's that, a hair salon, or what's that, you know, and so it's been very helpful, but part of it is I have to believe that you guys are great at marketing. We actually, most of our advertising is done through word of mouth, but um, I have done, every year, I'll, I'll do a little bit of something, and actually, last year, I didn't do anything, and this year, I didn't have that you've been here a few years. So I've how been long? here for five years five now, years. so people know I'm here, and by word of mouth. How did you, know, you start out doing that? Then how did you start out? I started out when I first started. I actually made little coupons, and I gave it to businesses. I gave it to the the ball baseball coaches to give to their kids, and that's how I got started by just handing out little coupons that the kids. Could you handed them oh, to us, uh-huh. actually. Yes, I did. And that's how I originally started advertising is just by handing coupons out to several places. Teachers would give them to their children for, you know, good behavior or things they did good in school. So, and that's how it first got started. Another thing I did was I I put it on the local kiosk signs showing, you know, that I was a mile down the road this direction or whatever. I've also um, put ads in the um, neighborhood newsletters good i've done that before with a coupon in there as well and then um one of the big things that i do is i have a punch card 
So when people purchase a, a snowball, they get a punch for each one they purchase. After they purchase nine, they get a free one. That really so works. that keeps people coming back. Yes, it does. And it's amazing because it seems like such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. And yet, even we use those. And our, I know that when, with our clients, anytime, I started just thinking, I'll give them to the kids. If, they, if kids come with their parents or whatever, I'll give them the coupons. But I had clients, grown men, coming in before their session with snow cones. And so many of them had chocolate or wedding cake. And they had condensed milk on top or whatever. Right. You know, I don't think they worry too much about their calories. No. Men. <laughs> and so I finally just thought, oh, my gosh, everyone loves these things. Because pretty much everyone would come in with one or get one after after yes and so it is such a draw for the people around here and uh, bringing people from all over to learn about Hazlitt and um, Hazlitt's really a, um, it's kind of like an American small town you know everyone socializes and they have um, a lot of local things going on they have the wild wild west and they have parades and they have just uh, the fire station doing things to train people, and um, it's just a cool little, you know, town. But it's only, what would you say from Fort Worth, like ten minutes? North. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, North Fort Worth is just about. It like is not very two far. miles down the road, right. I think. So. And, and my house was out of the city limits of Fort Worth, but it's mm-hmm. still Fort Worth, and that is just down the road. Right. But it's an area from where downtown. It's twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, maybe? yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's not depends on traffic, right. doesn't it? Um, and so it's very convenient, but yet the farmers hadn't developed out here. It had been just farmers, farmers, you know. And so it is odd that this part of the city had never been developed up until about what fifteen years ago or eighteen years ago or something. So it's it's really cool that we have this small town feel right in the middle of this huge metroplex on the outskirts. I guess we should say this right. huge metroplex. And so that is part of. You know, the genius about opening Papa's New Orleans style snowballs, which is in a, it gives it a small town feel being here, and yet it's so close Correct. to the Metroplex. So people come from all over. They do. They, you know, it's amazing how I've had people come from so far just to come and get this New Orleans style snowball because that's what they grew up with and that's what they want. So, yeah, it does take you back. It does. I think every time I get a snow cone or every time I get an ice cream cone, it takes me back from when I was a kid mm-hmm. or reminds me of a wonderful time, you know, a very nostalgic time. Yeah. We always have a little child still inside of us. <laughs> yes. And we should never lose that. That's right. That's right. We should always remember, get a snow cone. That's right. right. <laughs> well, okay. So um, what would you say is your favorite thing about the fact that you chose this over what you were doing before? It's, it's a, it was a lifestyle change. Yeah. You know, it, I've always worked in an office. I worked for a family business in New Orleans when I lived there. Um, I've worked in real estate up here. I worked for a home builder, you know, doing office work. And that was an eight to five job, Monday through Friday, you know, 50 weeks a year because I'd get a two week vacation. But now it's true, I do work six days a week for five months. But I don't go until 2 o'clock, and I have my morning times, but I have the whole rest of the year off. And it, it was important to me to be able to have the time to be with my family and especially my parents. My parents moved here after Hurricane Katrina. They were older. Unfortunately, my dad passed away 
almost four years ago, but my mom is still here. She's 84, and I get to spend a lot of time with her. I get to spend time with my in-laws and do things. And so during my time off, everybody knows my time off, I'm free. What do you want to do? I do whatever, and we just have a good time then. And, of course, you know, during work time, it's a little more difficult, but we fit things in and yeah. and get it done. But, you know, just being able to do what I enjoy and do what I want to do and being free to do that is one of the biggest things. And that's part of, don't you think, living well, choosing oh, of course. to live well, um, when you can actually choose by analyzing what would be the best thing for you. Um, and it's scary. I mean, it's scary to branch out and even start and buy what you bought. I mean, you bought the trailer, you bought all the stuff. I mean, right. It was an investment that we made and we chose to do it. And back when we did it, when I first moved here, it was something I looked into because they just didn't have this same product anywhere here. But it wasn't the right time. And then... For you. you for, mean? Yeah, for my husband and I okay. to do. And, you know, probably financially wise, it wasn't the time for us to invest in something like that. And then um, in 2009, my husband lost his job and I was still working. And, you know, at the time we're like, okay, I've always wanted to do this. Let's go ahead and do it. So he was looking for something to do. So we bought the business, hence the name Papa's. It right. got his name on he's it Papa. instead of me. He's Papa, you know, <laughs> instead of my name. But anyway, that's how we started. And we just started doing it going on weekends. We would go to trade shows and festivals and things like that on the weekend. So I worked Monday through Friday, and we did this on the weekend. And I would always help him, you know, as much as I could. Well, then once he got back working a full-time job again, and we realized we really enjoyed that snowball business so much. It was too much for us to continue to do that on weekends plus work during the week, both of us. So I decided to give up my job to do it. And I can make the same money that I was making. I was doing a clerical job in an office, you know, like I said, eight to five every day. And, um, and so I gave that up to do this and found my permanent location here in Haslett. I live in Haslett, so this is where I wanted to be. Right. And, um, and so it's, it's been a great move for us. Well, and I think maybe the fact that he was the one that began, right, right, that you could, there is um, a difference than it just had been if, if it had been you. You know, and I think that men, they look for when when a man starts a business or, you know, decorates or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. It does look a lot different than versus a woman. I'm not saying all women don't be emailing me with all this (laughs) stuff. If you do want to email me to AB living well and say really great things, it's great. (laughs) You can say whatever Um, you you definitely can see when now now that you say that I can see a lot of maleness in some ways Mm -hmm. in it. That it's, um, it's, it's, uh, I could see him doing that. Like, as a, as a guy, it wouldn't be embarrassing to have this snow cone stand, this oh, snowball no, stand. No, and we had so much fun when we worked together on yeah. the weekends. We had a lot of time, you know, it was a lot of time together. But, I mean, we're in this little 6 by 12 space, and we were together, and we worked along well you know we never had any problems so and he helps me from time to time in there when I need it mm-hmm. and of course you know he's got his full-time job too and this is considered my full-time job but um 
I do get seven months vacation out of it. Yes. <laughs> and he, I do see him sometimes putting up the really cool yellow or green awning. What color is that awning? Um, it's green. Green. Mm-hmm. And it's it's made of PVC pipe, or what is it made from? The pipe is a PVC, um, no, it's like a metal, I guess. Well, it's very that, strong. Yes. I mean, and that galvanized piping we have, and then the actual canopy is a, it's a mesh. We well, you saw what we went through. We had yes. canopies that got torn up with the wind. The wind is so, crazy. Right. That's the one thing I must say. It's right. crazy. So we have a mesh canopy top now, and, and that has and helped a lot. But, yeah, he does all my my physical labor for me. He helps. Yes. He builds the benches. He he puts the canopies up, and I'm out there helping. But we work together with it, and I just run the inside part. It is amazing that you guys work together so well. We do. We, we, we're a good team. How do you think that happened? Because so many couples, they working in a six by twelve space, they would not. I mean, they just like want to, you know. <laughs> it's like you know, and not in the beginning, but probably too long. Um, and it sounds like you guys both have the same love language as time. That you really enjoy time together. We do. We enjoy our time together. We respect each other's time too. We respect the fact that we are individuals. And so he has his thing to do, I have my thing to do, and we let each other, you know, have our time. But we also love doing things together. And I think, you know, the reason we get along is that when there's things he wants to go and do with his friends or family or whatever, and it's not something I want, he goes. And the same with me. So, you know, but there's so much that we enjoy doing together. And so, you know, we divide our time up accordingly and just have a good time with it. Well, that just sounds amazing, truly, that the two of you are able to do that. I do know when it was raining like crazy, (laughs) right after you guys got here, it was hot, really hot, for about a week. And then the rain came, which Mm -hmm. is one of the reasons I wanted to do this show, is the rain all over the United States has just been crazy. And so I wanted to bring a little sunshine to everyone to make you feel like summer. Summer's coming, summer's coming. Uh, But yeah, I saw him out there because you guys had a... Kind of we, had our, yeah. <laughs> we had yeah, we had lakefront property. Yes, <laughs> and so he had to dig a little trench to drain it because we had just opened. We were only open a few days, and and you just couldn't even walk up to the window. So he dug a little trench and drained it, and he he's very good with figuring out how to make things happen. Yes, and so he does. He's not afraid to get out there and do it. And, You know, I'm not afraid to get out there and help him. And we just do what needs to be done. And so, you know, it's worked. You know, of course, we've been having lots of rain still. And and it gets a little mushy out there a little bit. But it's not a lake anymore. And I I put, you see, I put straw or hay down to try to keep it from getting muddy. It is amazing that he did that so quickly. He he dug that drain. He Mm -hmm. got here. He dug that drain. And by, it looked like by later on that day. It was gone, and the hay was down, and I was just like, wow, that guy knows what he's doing. Right. I mean, he knew how to do that. So that's that's great that you guys work together like that. We are going to take a break, okay. and when we get back, we just want to hear more about you. Okay. And um, really, as far as what made you decide to um, choose this actual snowballs, and um, what your husband does, and hear more about your life. Okay, sounds great. When we great. get back.
Most married men experience frustration because there are things they want from their wives but don't know how to get them. Nothing seems to work. Desires are unfulfilled, fantasies unrealized, and relationships become stagnant. Men are desperate today for a richer, deeper, more satisfying, and intimate marriage. Dr. Jim Slaughter teaches men how to have the passionate, fulfilling marriage they've always wanted. Call 817-991-4964 or email jslaughterphd at yahoo.com to begin transforming your marriage into what you want it to be. Domestic violence and abuse are experienced by both men and women in everyday life. If you have experienced abuse, know that you're not alone on your journey. Listen for Abuse Survival Stories presents I Reclaim My Voice with co-hosts Reese Zigazaga and Denise Watkiss. We'll speak with survivors who have emerged safe and victorious and who are passionate about helping others reclaim their voices. Tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Want more positivity in your life? Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts. Join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lend us your ears. It's power time. You are listening to Living Well with Ann Beal. We'd love to hear from you with comments and questions about the show. Please send us an email to ablivingwell at gmail.com. That's ablivingwell at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, this is Ann Beal, and we are back with Living Well with Lisa Allen from Hazlitt, Texas. She is the owner of... Papa's New Orleans Style (laughs) Snowballs. Papa's New Orleans Style Snowballs. And we were talking to Lisa because she has quite the life, working five months out of the year from mid-April to mid-September, <clears throat> and then spending the rest of her time traveling and visiting family. And so I've watched her, and I have definitely admired her life and her lifestyle and what she does with her time. And uh, we just wanted to bring this to you because it is an interesting business that most people don't know how much money you can make. And it, it reminds me of the fireworks stand, kind of, Lisa. Oh, yeah. Because fireworks, I mean, they only have to work. New Year's, Fourth of July. <laughs> oh, you know this, right? New Year's, New Year's, Fourth of July. I mean, very, very seldom, right? Right. And they make so much money in a short amount of time, which enables them to take the rest of the time off, right? Right. And um, I don't know how safe it is. Yours is much safer. M- much safer, yes. <laughs> and much more, uh, I, I don't think it's as crazy you see people lined up at the fire stand firework stand and it just like who gets to visit right. who gets to socialize yours is laid back and people socialize and people sit around and visit and you make friends and it's very um much more of a slower pace right it's a big social scene <laughs> so how in the world did you get to the point you know I, I think about you growing up what it was like in new orleans it, because no one that I know, and I've seen a lot of snow cone stands, okay? Because my, I've been taking my kids to snow cone stands since I was young. 
And usually what you see is a little snow cone trailer in a parking lot closed up and then it opens up and there are no chairs usually. There is no huge colored canopy, no neon lights. You know, you don't see people from all over gathered around. You know what I mean? Um, where did you get that idea? I don't know that. I mean, the snow cone stands in New Orleans really don't have the big setup like that. Most of them, you know, they'll have a, either a covered area that you can stand in line and get your snow cone. And people just usually sit out by their cars and relax. There's some that might have a couple of little chairs out. Or I know one place has tree logs that have been out there for years and the people just sit on the logs out there and so when my husband and I decided to do this we wanted it to be a comfortable place we wanted it to be a friendly place we wanted people to be able to come and stay not just grab it and go so we wanted to make something that was inviting and people would come and sit and enjoy and socialize and and that's what it's become Um, well and it really maximizes your profits because if people hang around, because I came out to visit with someone, in the somebody who was in the parking lot. I saw them pull up, one of my friends, and I started visiting with her. Next thing I know, we're getting a snow cone, you know, and then we're hanging out, and other people come up. We start talking to them. Um, so then I people see me with a snow cone. They want one, you know. So hanging out and having snow cones, it's kind of like what furniture people do. They put for sale, they put sold signs on their furniture, um, so that it makes people want that piece of furniture. Right. Creates urgency. Right? Yes, it creates <laughs> urgency. And um, and so it it looks like they've had lots of traffic and lots of business coming in and people are buying stuff like crazy. And um, in, in your case, it definitely looks like that because it's a very popular place. They see people sitting around having their snow cones. I think that does attract to the business is when people see people there it creates curiosity and people want to know hey what's going on over there I want to go see what it's all about and it attracts more people and my husband always says you know a line creates a line a line creates a line Mm -hmm. yes that's his his famous words are a line creates a line when there's a line the line tends to get longer for some reason and I guess it's just you know people see it and are curious and just pull in and it just attracts more people when they see others there. You know, that's a physics thing that um, anything moving forward will keep moving forward. I don't want to get into the formulas, but it totally makes sense and um, and works. And so your husband is very business-minded? He is. He is. He's, um, he's a corporate pilot, and so his time, you know, he's got time home sometimes for quite a bit, and sometimes he's gone for quite a bit, but... Um, he, I always say he would have been a great engineer because his mind is always <laughs> ticking and coming up with new thoughts and new ideas and how to create things and make things work. And so, you know, I think both of us, I'm, I'm more on the, the money end of it. I was a bookkeeper for years. Uh, I'm more on the money end. He's more on the side of how to make it work. So we work good together as a team. So Lisa and Michael Allen know how to make profits together. Yes, we do. We do. Because if you had the bookkeeping background, golly, what a great background. So did you major in accounting? I did not. I I, I didn't go to college. I, you know, in high school, I took all the business courses in high school. And I did go to business school for accounting, but I didn't graduate. 
Yeah, I didn't graduate from it. My um, my father had a business, and at the time, my mom was doing all his bookkeeping, and mom did not want me working in a family business. She wanted me to get out and, you know, see the world more. And so I went to um, business school, but for accounting, because that's what I wanted to do. Wow. And after a while, I was getting bored. I had helped mom so much. And I knew so much of the bookkeeping part of it because I, from the time I was about 16 years old, I helped her a lot. And um, so I decided, I talked to my parents, I said, if I can get a job in bookkeeping somewhere, can I quit school? (laughs) And so she said, okay. And so they said, yes. And so I did, I found a job and I started working somewhere else and I was doing accounting work for someone else and did that for a while. And after a couple of years, my dad's business grew and they had other people helping them and uh, somebody was quitting and they needed to find somebody else and at that point in time I was like I'd really like to come work there so they decided they would go ahead and let me I had already you know experienced working out and they were okay with that so I started working there and kind of took over doing all the bookkeeping there and and training other people and from the bookkeeping I did other things too I trained people to do that and it moved me to another department so I did get to experience you know working with customer service and purchasing and bookkeeping and you know some management because being a family we were all over the other employees and you know so it, it kind of gave me a lot of experience in a lot of different areas and they also didn't just slide you into that spot before you're ready no. they made sure that you know what you're doing oh no and you had to go work somewhere else first huh? well my brothers and I we all worked for my dad we all said we would have rather been either employees or customers because dad was hardest on us <laughs> wow so what business was it, it was a paper company we sold paper to printers Wow. So it was a wholesale paper company. I don't know a lot about that business. I would love to find out more about that. As yeah. you can see, I'm always very curious. I'm a very curious person. Mm-hmm. I'm always fascinated about businesses like that. So family business, it sounds like your mom felt like, in her case, it held her back from her dreams. Well, she- mom always wanted to be a nurse, but back in her day, they couldn't afford nursing school. So mm-hmm. she never did pursue that. But her second love was doing bookkeeping and mine actually my dream was always to be a school teacher and in New Orleans at the time just teaching wasn't the best of professions down there so I decided to go into the bookkeeping that was the next thing and I always loved math I love numbers I love counting money Uh, I I like I like counting money too very much and I think most people probably do it makes you feel better even kids they get their money out of their piggy bank Every now and then they just total it up and then they put it back. Right. They just get it out to count it. Something right. about that is really cool. Well, that's with my business here. I started off as a cash business, but so many people don't carry cash no, anymore. No, they do not. So we are one of the few that do take credit, credit cards. and debit cards, yes. And I have people ask me that all the time. Oh, my gosh, I don't have any cash. Do you think they take cards? Mm-hmm. And I go, I know they do. Yeah. Yeah, for the first few years we didn't, um, and I would have to send them down to the ATM to get cash. And it was amazing. Being a small town like we are, there were some people who didn't know we didn't take cash, and I'd make their snowballs and go to give it to them, and all they had was credit card. Right. And they'd be, oh, I'll be right back. I was like, fine, take it, go. I All those times I did that, never did I not have one person come back and pay me what they owed. Is that amazing? I can't mm-hmm. even believe that. Never. Wow. I mean, some people would come back immediate. Some might be the next day. Some would be within a few days. But I always got paid. Wow. 
That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that says a lot about Hazlitt. Right. 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 And just the Fort Worth area. Yeah, I it was think. a little small town atmosphere and, and you know, it was amazing. But I did go to taking credit cards and debit cards now. Well, and I had to, too. I mean, I think that in the beginning, especially life coaching, counseling, and uh, a wellness clinic that we have, you don't want people getting in debt. Right. And so I, in the beginning, didn't do that um, because I didn't really think it was conducive to good health. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, as time went by, people, especially men, I have to say men, and, you know, they don't carry a purse, they're really bad about keeping cash with them. Now, there are some men that keep hundreds. Mm-hmm. I won't even go above that because there are those <laughs> men that, you know, I didn't even know they had $1,000 bills. They And they do print them in the mint right down the road right there. Right down the road. Um, but I didn't know. that Apparently, they're high-dollar cash down there they print. Um, and so I did hear, though, not very long ago, that they stopped printing $1,000 bills. Okay. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess they didn't get used much. I was going to say, probably <laughs> so many people are not using cash anymore. No, no. <laughs> well, it, it's it's crazy because now, even now, it was cash, um, and so I'd ask for checks. And then women tend to carry their checkbooks, but men don't carry their checkbooks. And right. so more and more men don't even carry checks. Um, there are men that will bring a check that their wife gave them or something, or they'll have a single check in their wallet. But most of the time, they don't even have them. And so you really had to go to debit and credit. It's very convenient for them. And, um, of course, it's cheaper to do debit. And so, um, you know, it's just been interesting how things have evolved. Right. And for you, you're, it would I believe it would make a big difference in your numbers if you did not accept cards. I did. Um I actually noticed when I started accepting cards, my profits increased. Yes. Even though I pay a fee on credit cards because some people, when they would come, either if they didn't have the cash, they just wouldn't buy, or they would only have a certain amount of cash. And at that point in time, it was, you know, okay, everybody can only get a small. Right. Well, now... Oh, you want a large or you want a medium? Or an extra large. So you have an extra large. Uh, Yes, yes. The jumbo. The jumbo. (laughs) And some some truckers stopped and they got out. And those two guys, they got the jumbo. I think it was the jumbo. Maybe it was the large, but it was big. Yes. And I was just like. I do sell quite a few of them. (laughs) (laughs) My most popular size is medium. Medium. You know, and I think that's just human nature. People go for the one in the middle. But medium and then smalls are probably the, the two. And I have a mini size, you which is great. Mini, I have a mini size. That mini. That's it's only a dollar. It's great <laughs> for children. It's great for people who just want a little taste and mm-hmm. not have all that sugar. And and speaking of sugar, that's another thing. People are amazed that they think the calories are just outrageous on there because they're buying a you know an eight ounce right snowball that it's eight ounces of pure sugar but it's not it's mostly ice and it's on that eight ounces on that eight ounces is approximately two ounces of syrup and on the which is about 120 130 calories so So on the small that was interesting oh yeah it's it's like maybe an ounce it's like 65 calories maybe 60 to 65 calories yes for the mini the little mini size so you know when i tell people this is what the calories are then they're like oh Okay, well, it's not so bad. It's not yeah. bad. The medium size is like drinking a, a regular Coke. Well, and if they put condensed milk on it. <clears throat> oh, I don't know how many calories that is. <laughs> and ice cream. But, you know, the people that do that, they don't care. 
Right. The and chocolate, the ice cream, the condensed milk, the cream. I haven't oh, calculated. Oh, cream. You have cream as I have regular cream, too. Yes. Yeah, so I haven't calculated the calories on that, especially since chocolate with condensed milk is my favorite. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be sad. Right. Right. Yes, one of my friend told me about the mochas at Starbucks. I was getting a, med- a grande mocha every day on the way to work. And um, one day he said, you know, there are like 65 fat grams in that. I was like, what? <laughs> I had no idea. So yeah, it really changed my mind about what I was doing. But this is nothing like that. Nothing like that. I came up with a mocha flavor the other day. I had a customer that we were just playing around with flavors and they, they like the coffee with the ice cream in the bottom. And I said, you know, I've wanted to try the coffee and put a little chocolate on top and make it kind of like a mocha. We did that. It was awesome. I thought that would be really good. See, <laughs> Yes. Now, your husband is a corporate pilot. He is. So what does he do exactly? Like, is it for a company he works for or does he fly for different corporations? He works for, he works for a company, okay, and they manage corporate airplanes. So he's actually employed by a company. But um, the plane that he flies is owned by an individual, okay? The company he works for manages that plane, okay? So the com- um, so he flies individuals around. He also, they charter out their plane, too. So, you know, he'll have people that come and charter the plane, and he'll fly them different places. So a lot of times it's just, you know going simple places and other times it's like right now he's in Cabo San Lucas so poor thing that's right. why he couldn't be here today so I was right. really hoping we could get him yeah oh that just sounds sad I know <laughs> I know but you know for you with your mom the one of the things that you have done for her is you travel with her on your time off you take her lots of places I do and she does need that when you hear about the way she was saying no you need to not be in the family a family Uh business you need to go work for someone else so you can travel but it doesn't work that way does it no it doesn't it doesn't so with mom no it's it's fun to be with her my mom is awesome everybody loves her she's she's just a fun person and so she's 84 years old now and I just want to do the things with her that she still wants to do and she can do. So if she wants to go travel somewhere, we do. She loves to take cruises. So, you know, we take a lot of cruises. We're planning to take a New England cruise this year. So, you know, I I love to do things with her. I take her back to New Orleans a couple of times during my time off so she can see family and friends down there, you know. And I, I just love to do as much as I can with her while she's still capable of doing it. And having my time off for seven months gives me that opportunity to do more with her than if I was working another job and had only two weeks a year off. Well, and Mother's Day being just the other day, what was it, last Sunday? Yes. I think that to really um, celebrate mothers and your mother, anyone out there, your mother, um, it's great when you get along with her so well. Oh, yes. Um, What is it that makes her so fun? She's very positive. She's a very positive person, and and that's something that both my mom and dad kind of instilled in us is to always think on the positive you know try not to look at the negative if you know if something happens don't you know just focus on that think of okay it happened what what are you going to do to make it better now right you know, you've got to go on from this and that's how mom and dad raised us you know so when something happens 
we don't look at the negative. We turn it around and make it positive and laugh it off if we can and just have a good time with it, you know. But they, my mom and dad were very good people and people loved them. They were very friendly and, you know, they raised us all, I think, in the right way. And, you know, and people see that in my mom. She lives in a retirement home now, and everybody knows Liz. Everybody, you know, so everybody she's knows social. Liz. She is the social <laughs> one, and but she's always laughing, she's always smiling, and having a good time. And she started off; she made a couple of friends and had her little table with her couple of friends. And other people always wanted to sit at the table, so they went to a bigger table, and then they went to a bigger table <laughs> because more and more people wanted to sit there. And I think because she gets people laughing and talking and having a good time and other people see that and they want to be part of it well it feels good doesn't it it does especially when you're older and especially in a retirement home Mm -hmm. a lot of people have had hard lives and have gotten hardened and bitter Mm -hmm. Um, and you can see when you hear what they've been through it it makes total sense that that could have happened yes but um, one of the things that John Maxwell um, always talks about and I'm so glad he finally came out with a book last year called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You, and he has lose, but he has a line through it, and he has learn. Okay. And so the whole point of what he's always talked about and what his book really, where he took it and put everything in a book, is about when something bad happens, you can prevent anything else bad from happening by how you handle that one bad thing. So his whole thing is don't let one bad thing cause a consecutive line of all these bad things to happen. Exactly. So if something bad, say say something bad happens to you uh, and you're in college, you can quit going to class, quit, you know, talking to people and isolate and lose your friends, end up failing school, you know, drop out of school and then you're so, you feel so bad about it, then you don't go back to school and so it's just losing dream after dream after dream. Um, But if you look at it as, and contain it as an event, and it doesn't make everything else horrible. It doesn't make the day horrible. It's just that that event was horrible. And though you contain it and you move on from that. It's like my daughter called yesterday. And she had worked so hard on this group project. You know how group projects are. Oh, yeah. It's just blah. And uh, one person had dropped out of the group at the last minute. Didn't do her part at all. And she found out. And then another girl just didn't show up a lot. Um, and... They didn't know if she did her part or not because they couldn't get a hold of her. And so Katie ended up having to do pretty much her and another girl did all the pro- all the project, bound it, paid to have fifty dollars to have it bound, right? Well, she worked her butt off, and she goes, you know, she works in her job as well to get this done. And she kept communicating with the teacher about it, saying, "No, you still have to do the whole thing. It doesn't matter if anyone else does. It. You still got to do the whole." Thing. Katie did it. Oh, it was terrible. So she got her grade yesterday, a fifty-eight on her project and she's like I'm gonna fail class I'm gonna do that well she had a, a final 20 or 30 minutes from the time she was talking to me and I I can't go take my final I'm just so so I had to calm her down get her to focus contain that and say Kate yes that wasn't right and you can worry about what to do after that after your final right now Tell me about what the final's about. Talk to me about the final. And so we started talking about what the final was about. And and she had studied and done on her stuff. And I asked her if she felt like she was ready. And I said, cool, then you'll do great on that test. After that, you can go talk to that teacher or whatever. But right now, 
let's not blow this because that could make none of that important anyway. Right? Right, right. And so she usually calls me when she has something coming up when she's upset like that because she knows I can get her to focus, contain that, and do sick, you know, and she said she did really well on her test. So thank goodness, you know, she didn't just blow it all right because all the finals are like right now. Right. And right. Um, so, you know. Yeah, it, become, it can become a domino effect yes. in a negative way. Yes. Unless you know how to turn it around. And, and you naturally know that because your parents, you grew up with parents who up did that. that. Right. And so for you, you might not even know exactly how to do that. And, and you don't, like, people will say, oh, you just need to get over that. You just need to go over that. Get over that. Move on. But what most people haven't learned, and you've been so blessed, that your parents instilled that in you from the time you were young. So it's very natural for you. And, and it is for me, too. Um, and I, I don't know why uh, it's so easy for me on the positive side. My family was much more positive and um, happy people. I saw my mom was very happy. And so, but I never realized... How, what a blessing that was and how rare that can be that you have that ability to take life as it comes and and just, okay, that was, you know, a bad thing, but you can take good from it. And right. what you can learn from, from it mm-hmm. and move on. Like getting here and being here a week and getting a flood <laughs> in the front of your snow cone stand. Snowball. Yes, on opening week. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw your husband. I'm like, is that a lake? And he goes, I didn't know that I bought waterfront property. Right. And he was laughing about it. And I thought, that is awesome. Right. And we had checked that property out all winter and never had problems. But we just, you know, you just have to face it and do what you got to do. And yes, at the moment, it's terrible. Right. But once you accept that this is what it is, there's nothing that's going to change it. You can't go back. Right. So you have to figure out what to fix it and go on. It's the same thing if you buy an extra large snow cone and you get halfway through and you're full. Well, you've already paid for it. Right. And so whether you eat all of it or don't eat all of it, I tell my husband <laughs> this, you still pay for it already. Yes. You know, so it doesn't mean you got to get sick from it, too. Right, right. <laughs> and so, guys, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, Lisa Allen. Well, thank you for being here. And we enjoyed learning about Papa's New Orleans style snowballs and the great business venture only working five months a year. Well, thank you. Take care. (laughs) And you guys, thanks for tuning in to Living Well. Have a wonderful week. Thank you again for joining us. Living Well with Ann Beal airs live every Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.